what's going on, hip bro potamus? Oh man, I'm running out of bro words. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start recycling them. Hip bropotamus is not the best one. But hey, we are here in episode number 20. Oh boy, feeling excited about this one today because A, it's number 20. We're hitting like some, some milestones here and feeling a little bit more comfortable every time I turn the, uh, turned on this recorder and get ready for another podcast and also, this episode is going to be a really good one for you. We're going to get a little scientific today, and we're going to talk about something that most people that are getting into the fitness realm have probably heard of. So we're going to talk about the difference between HIT training versus LIST training. And for all you that are not familiar with what I'm talking about, HIT training stands for High Intensity Interval Training, while LIST training stands for Low Intensity Steady State Training. All right, so we're going to be talking about the difference between those two, why it's important to know the difference between those two, and um, why it might be important to practice uh, both of these. All right, so, um, and of course, at the end, we're going to have that real world life lesson. But before we get started here today, I want to encourage you, you know, after you listen to the episode, uh, take a look on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're consuming this, uh, this content right now and Check and see if you can throw down a, 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 a rating or a review. And if you can't do that, you know, if you are listening in some obscure, <laughs> obscure uh, medium, uh, go and just share it with your friend. You know, fr- share it with your friends, share it with your family. And um, <laughs> I like to say, uh, toward, I like to say, uh, there's also people out there that probably uh, that may not be your friends or your family, but they still need this. And in fact, there's probably a guy that you know, I know, uh, that everybody knows. I like to call him Bob. That's just a figurative name. This is some name I just randomly made up <laughs> on my first podcast. But um, yeah, so Bob, he's that guy that lives down the street, or maybe he's a family member, or maybe he's a, he's a friend, you know? <laughs> maybe not a close friend, but maybe he's a friend. But either way, Bob is a guy that's always talking about stuff that he has no idea what he's really talking about. You know, Bob just he's talking all kind talking all kinds of stuff like I heard this and I heard that and he's got half truths and <laughs> completely <laughs> completely false truth. <laughs> but help Bob, help your family, help your friends with this podcast episode today because um somebody might be wondering what in the what in the world's the difference between a hit training and um list training. So all right, so let's go ahead and uh, get right into it. Strap on in for episode number 20, The Hit List. Lego. Oh, did I mention how excited I am for this episode, episode number 20. So we're getting into the neat meat and potatoes, the nitty gritty, the real stuff that we talk about uh, as trainers. I try, I try to give you a little bit of background uh, over the first 19 episodes, give you a little idea of like who I am, uh, what I know in terms of um, general knowledge, and uh, give you a little bit of basics. But now we're going to get a little bit, just a little bit more advanced today. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about HIT training versus LIST training, and that is um, high intensity interval training versus low intensity steady state training. So um, I want us to talk about exactly why you should be doing both first. All right, so LIST training, let's start off with LIST training because LIST training is actually where you should be starting, that low intensity steady state cardio or low intensity steady state training. And the reason why you can do, you should be starting off with that is because it's something that you can pretty much do every day. You know, um, 
List training pretty much ranges from like going for a walk uh, to maybe a jog or it's any, anything that's not really high impact that just keeps your body moving in a, for a long period of time. So you want to do, you want to be able to get mastery. So you want to be able to master that first. And um, from there, you want to move your way into HIIT training. So what's going to happen here? We're going to talk about the HIIT training benefits because everybody's talking about HIIT training and nobody's really talking about list training. So let's get right into the HIIT training since that seems to be the buzz uh, over the past uh, half decade or so. So the benefits for HIIT training are that... Um, First of all, it burns more calories. That's what everybody's all like, yo, we gotta do that HIIT training. Cause it burns more calories than regular jogging or, or weight training in the same amount of time. So for instance, if you're doing HIIT training, uh, what happens is that your body is in this anaerobic state almost consistently. So it's always burning uh, more calories. It's getting, going, dipping into those glycogen cycles a little bit more often, which, uh, burns, that, which burns the sugar, which essentially burns the fat a lot faster. Uh, than, <laughs> than the other types of trainings. Now there are some um, details to that, but like I said, I try to keep this as try to keep this as simple as possible so everybody can follow and not start going into Krebs cycles and you know what you're eating specifically. We just got to give you a basic overview so you have an idea of like what is good and what's what's not good for you. All right, so another um, benefit for you is that it increases your your um, what's called your basal meta metabolic rate. So essentially, what happens is that when you're doing HIT training, high intensity training, what happens is that your um, your base metabolic rate, meaning your baseline of how much um, calories you burn, like throughout the day, it actually goes up. <laughs> and that's actually why you a really big reason why a lot of people are attracted to that high intensity uh, training because not only is it like good for when you're working out, but after you work out, you're actually burning more fat efficiently overall. So like, even when you're sleeping, if you're uh, like doing high intensity, if you're doing HIIT training, you can actually burn the calories in your sleep more so than like your, reg uh, your regular workout. So it's definitely something that you want to consider if you're uh, looking for the most bang for your buck. Uh, another thing is, that's good about uh, HIIT, HIIT training is that um, it improves your oxygen consumption. So it essentially, uh, essentially, your body is more efficient at um, at, at uh, using oxygen. So one specific study that I remember is that one group. There's one group that uh, did um, hit training for um, I can't remember how long it was. I think it was for two, three months. One group did hit training for three months, and the other group uh, did uh, continuous cycling. And the hit training group actually showed the same amount of uh, improvement in oxygen consumption with 20 minute workouts as the cycling group did with 40 minute workouts. So you're getting way more bang for your buck. So if you're, if you're doing cycling right now and you're thinking that you're um, doing something for yourself on a consistent basis, uh, I would have you reconsider that <laughs> and uh, try out a hit workout. Uh, one of the last things I want to talk about is why people do end up going to HIIT training after they do list training. And this is why I talked about why you want to do HIIT training after you start off with the uh, low intensity steady state training uh, program. It's because it, it, the changes, you know, because it always changes, uh, your body doesn't adapt to the exercise. And what happens, why low intensity steady state training, why going for a jog or um, going for a walk or anything that keeps you, just keeps your body moving isn't as effective is because your body has a really good way, a really good way of adapting to the challenges or the obstacles you put in front of it. 
So no matter what, after about two weeks or so, if you're doing it consistently, if you're going for runs consistently, your body actually is going to adapt. That's why you have the, that's why you go for like the couch to 5K type training or whatnot because your body adapts to running, or your body adapts to walking or whatever your your steady state training uh, that you're going to initiate your program with. Your body is just going to automatically adapt to that. So uh, the way I say that hit training is really good is because you are constantly shocking your body and um, your body has to prepare for what, what the changes are going to be in your workout. So um, that's good. I mean, HIIT training is really, really good. As I, as I said, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's, all, it's all good from what it sounds. But there are a couple of reasons why I would not suggest HIIT training uh, on a consistent basis. First of all, HIIT training, uh, in the name, it's high intensity. So you're, you can't do high intensity workouts for a long, uh, for a long period of time. Uh, just because your body just breaks down, you know, just like just like anything, you know, marathoners they have to take time off. Uh, you know, you can't just run marathons <laughs> all year round. You have to take time off. Uh, if you're doing any kind of heavy squats or anything like that, your body just has to recover. So you can't do it every day. And um, another thing is, as I said before, is that. You just don't want to do too much too soon. You know, a lot of people, they hear about HIIT training and they're like, oh, I got to get into that. So they end up doing this HIIT training program that totally just jacks up their body because their body's just not used to it. You know, you got to take, like with anything, you got to prepare yourself for uh, <laughs> for, for uh, what you're going to do. You're not going to just run up to a marathon starting line <laughs> after just buying a new pair of shoes and saying, I'm going to go run a marathon. You know, you're going to prepare, you maybe run a, a mile or two and and then three, and then build up to 26 point, uh, what is it, 26.3 a, a marathon is? I think that's what it is. But anyways, so I want you to consider that. It's just like uh, when you're doing HIIT training, uh, please be responsible and uh, don't go overboard with it. You know, like start with the list training and then work your way just slowly into the HIIT training. So that's why you would do HIIT training versus list training or list training versus HIIT training. I would say if you're really creating, try, trying to uh, listen to this and create a program, I would start out with list, list training, that low intensity, steady state. If you're just if you're just starting off, if you're not doing anything, coming off the couch, and you're trying to get into get into shape, start off with just walking or start off with a light jog. Just get your body acclimated to exercising, and you will see in like two weeks you'll be like, whoa, my body can do more. And then from there, I would say you know maybe add in jump rope, uh, maybe add in something like uh, sprints or something like that, but nothing too serious at first. Just like anything, you just got to take your time. So let's get into that real world life lesson. So it kind of goes along the lines of what I was talking about before. Um, hits good once you started, but uh, and it's got its benefits for obviously getting things done. And the only problem is that it's like a it's like a powerful weapon that can <laughs> that like easily gets set to self destruct. You know, in life it's always good to have like daily challenges, but um, those challenges shouldn't be uh, something that completely just crumbles the whole system. You, know? <laughs> you don't want to sit there and set something up, set yourself up to fail and have something that um, just, you have a, a weapon that's just so powerful that when you, uh, you initiate it, it not only destroys your target, but also destroys the, the thing that's firing it. So you want to make sure that you, know, that you can handle the weapon that you're going to be using. And I like to think about this as like um, old school story of the tortoise and the hare. You, know, you have to have the patience to uh, get the goals that you want. I mean, nobody, having that lottery ticket mentality is just gonna get you hurt. 
every time, no matter if you're trying to play lottery tickets or if you're actually uh, doing some things to uh, improve your life. You can't expect things to work out like Amazon Prime. And <laughs> I think I saw that today uh, like on someone's Instagram page. You can't expect your body to be like Amazon Prime. It's not going to be there in two days. You got to work at it. So like, uh, like the tortoise and the hare, you know, you can... Uh, you, if you can just have that, um, if you just have that intention of reaching your goal with each each exercise or each workout, you eventually get to your goal. But if you're the hare, you're eventually gonna burn out, and you might get to your goal, but you're gonna get get to the goal a lot later than the person that was just consistent and doing what they uh, were supposed to do every time. Yeah, you know, there's no magic pill. Everybody tries to say that there's a magic pill. The magic pill is finding. A group that can help you or a group or a mentor or a coach that can help guide you along and also having that mentality and having the patience to consistently go out there and be committed to reaching your goals. That's the magic pill. There's nothing else. If anybody tries to sell you a magic pill or a magic supplement or a magic whatever that, that miraculously gives you results faster than everybody else, I guarantee you, my friend, that you're going to pay some kind of ridiculously bad price for that in the long run so be careful for anybody that's trying to give you something that seems too good to be true 100% of the time not 90 not 80 100% of the time if it's too good to be true it probably is <laughs> so that's what I got for you today I really appreciate you listening to episode number 20 yeah super excited we're on our way my friend we're almost at a quarter century technically we are at a quarter century if you count in uh, the other videos from general fitness company cast so we're in it and we're in it to win it every weekday hope you tune in tomorrow thanks for listening and I will talk soon Hey, well, you know, it looks like we're at the conclusion of episode number 20, special number 20. Look at that, we'll just keep this going, you know? <laughs> I'm excited about this, really excited. So yeah, we're doing this every weekday. Feels like it's going pretty well so far, and I think uh, we'll just keep this thing going. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, be doing some big things, and we in the 500 sometime soon, and uh, man, we'll have like 10 other general fitness companies, and Maybe 17 other uh, TR experts that have uh, learned under my tutelage just because of this podcast. <laughs> Who knows? You know, that'd be great. You never know. And I, I, feel, I have a feeling that something like that just might happen in the near future. But anyways, hey, you know, I really appreciate you just listening to this podcast in general. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really great. I really do love the fact that you know, people can um, spend the time with me for just a couple of moments and maybe uh, just learn a little bit more about fitness and just maybe see things from my perspective and hopefully they can um, add to their own knowledge base. So thank you so much for listening and um, <laughs> I hope that you uh, listen to the next one. Anyways, um, that, that's my time for today. Hope to talk to you soon and as always, keep good company.